All right, hello, this is Bo Buchanan again with Arizona Lodge number two with another edition of uh, On the Level. And I'm sitting here with Ron Brooker. And uh, Ron, uh, introduce yourself to me, your name, the name of your Blue Lodge, and any titles you might have in that Blue Lodge. My name is Ron Brooker. I'm a member of Peoria Lodge number 31 in Peoria, Arizona. And I do not hold any offices, nor have I held any offices in Peoria Lodge. I'm a sideliner. <laughs> Sideliner. Uh, when were you raised as a Mason, and how long have you been a Mason? Well, I'm a product of a one-day class, and that was in March of 2001. So the day I entered and was passed and raised is all the same. I think it was March 24th of 2001. <clears throat> so about 15, you just had your 15-year anniversary? Uh, soon be 15. Soon be 15 years. Wow. And what was it that uh, made you decide to join Freemasonry? Oh, I suppose um, one thing, I was asked if I would want to be a, a, a Mason. And I'd considered it, but I'd never followed through. I think the thing that appealed to me was the opportunity for philanthropy. And I realized that as part of a group, I could help society more than I could as an individual. So that was, I think, what was what interested me. When did you first become aware of Freemasonry as an organization? Well, Probably before what I'm the date I'm going to tell you, but my twin brother became a Mason in '71 or '72, so I was aware of it, but I had never never joined. And um, I think probably what held me back was I didn't think I would be probably able to to do the memorization and. Um, Anyway, I, an opportunity for a one-day class presented itself, and I took advantage of the opportunity. Remember, I've heard a lot of brothers say that memorization worries and scares them, and there's always, sometimes there's the opportunity for a one-day class, but sometimes there's also people who will help mentor you and help you remember yeah. and help you work yeah. through it. So. There, there are pros and cons to the traditional approach and to the one-day class. So Right. Can, can you tell me about another uh, Mason maybe who stands out to you as being somebody who embodies the ideals of Masonry, who made a big difference oh, on you as a Mason? Oh, there are a lot of people. I mean, well, Sam Graziano, for one, you know. Um, there is the the past grand poobah. He's the a past grand master in Arizona, my cousin, W. Thomas Brooker. And uh, my, my twin brother and I would raz our cousin, uh, you know, and about being the past grand poobah in that. We, we, <laughs> we, we have a great deal of love and affection and respect for our cousin, but it's a way to, to sort of twist his tail a little bit. And he's good-natured about it, so, but, um, you know, he's one.
and so many others. And, tell me, tell me a little. If this isn't too hard for you, but we talked a little bit about your brother was in in masonry, and uh, there's a there's a plaque here in the lobby here at the Scottish Rite Building uh, with his photo. Tell me a little bit about your relationship in your with your brother in masonry, and and maybe how you guys. Well, we are we're together identical twins, and neither of us had ever married, and we lived together. So. Um, Rod joined Scottish Rite back in 72. I joined Scottish Rite in November of 2006. And during the spring of 2007, um, did not go to a Scottish Rite meeting, but over the summer of, of that, I said, come fall, I'm going to start attending Scottish Rite meetings. Rod had never attended a Scottish Rite meeting in 35 years. Wow. He was a member, <clears throat> and he paid his dues, and sometimes, you know, you know with comments he made later, um, he was in college and that, or there was a period of time when he was unemployed, and uh, he debated whether he would continue his membership or not. But he did. And things got better, and we began attending Scottish Rite meetings in September of 2007. And we were planning to just come to meetings, eat dinner, talk to people, and leave and go home. And uh, I think it was about 2009. Um, we, the Valley was going to end up doing a, a big regional reunion here, and um, at one, at a stated meeting one night, Phil Zeilinger got up, and he was the uh, director for, I believe it was the 17th degree, and he said he needed some cast members. Well. Phil and Rod, my brother, are members of the same lodge, Phoenicia. And so Rod knew, knew of Phil. And Rod, after the meeting, went over and volunteered to be a cast member. So anyway, that was in the spring. And then during the summer, they were practicing. You know, they were practicing a year in advance, basically, for this degree. And one night, Rod said, well, why didn't I go with him? You know, we'd go eat dinner and, and then go downtown to Arizona, too, where the practice was going to be for the 17th degree. And I could just sit there and twiddle my thumbs while they practiced. Well, I got <laughs> down there. And someone hadn't shown they put up. put you to work. <laughs> and, and I said, well, I'll read the part. I can read, you know. Well, I ended up being a member of the cast. <laughs> and then Sam has mentioned Ted Shima. And one time Ted called. And he wondered if Rod and I would become members of the Trader Play. <clears throat> and, you know, we're... Yeah, you know, we're not too gung-ho about, you know, this stuff. We said, well, uh, let us see the script. 
<laughs> and what parts are available, and obviously what we were looking for was something with no lines or only a couple of lines. So anyway, you've never met Ted. That's Ted. On the wall over there? In the middle. In the middle, okay. <clears throat> and my brother, Rod, and I really liked Ted. He was just a very nice person. And uh, we did not want to let him down. So we said, okay. Well, Rod became a member of the cast, and I became a member of the cast, and my role is Colonel Belltower. And without saying too much about the Traitor play, there are several Scottish Rite plays. Traitor play is one of them. We put on two of them in the ballet, the Traitor play, and the second one we do is called A Rose Upon the Altar. And both plays have surprise endings. And the thing is that the play, the Traitor play, takes place in about 1785 or something after the American Revolutionary War. And it's about Benedict Arnold. And it's a dream scene. Well, there's actually a second traitor. And I won't say any more because I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. But I'm Bell Tower, and Bell Tower allows me one of my other personalities to come oh, out. God. Have you ever seen it? <clears throat> Go see it wherever you, wherever you see it. And the I've been ill. Okay. I've lost a lot of weight. I don't know my... My pants are probably going to, I'm going to have to have ropes or something to hold them up, but uh, it's, it's an interesting play. And for anyone in Scottish Rite, the way, the fun is, in, one of the things that makes Scottish Rite fun is becoming involved in activities, whether it's ringing bells at Christmas time for Salvation Army or going to St. Vincent de Paul and helping serve food or being in degrees or these plays, that's, to me, a great deal of fun. Not only do you accomplish something, but you have a lot of fun because like rehearsals for degrees and the trader play can be a real hoot, people making mistakes and doing things and, and just the camaraderie, just the camaraderie. And when we did the Trader play the first time, which was in 2009, I guess, <clears throat> and we had been practicing for probably close to three months, getting together like every Wednesday night. And because the play had not been presented in, in some time, I guess. And we just had a, a great time. And I remember we were finished. We were out at Sun City Lodge, and we were changing out of our costumes into our street clothes. And someone said, what are we going to do on Wednesday nights now that we don't have <laughs> practice? And someone else spoke up and said, what are we going to tell our wives <laughs> when we're not there on Wednesday nights? And I mean, and 
at the time, I mean, it probably was a lot funnier than I'm making it sound, but it was just that we had so much fun getting together, I thought. And any of the new Scottish Rite Masons, I try to encourage them to become involved. Um, I, you know, I've been involved in some things, and uh, um, it, it's just a lot of fun. That's, I don't know how else to say it. Any other uh, memories or, or parting thoughts uh, about masonry or Scottish Rite masonry in general you would like to leave? Well, I can say this. I mentioned my brother, Rod. We never married and we lived together and everything. And he passed away. And uh, Scottish Rite is my family. So I, I look forward to it. And I, and I got sick this fall. And so many of the brothers in Scottish Rite, you know, have helped to support me and uh, have worried about me and things like that. I mean, it's, uh, it's well, an I, I just met you organization. I just met you today, Ron, so it, it's my pleasure. I hope to get to know you better in well, my time here so too, in though. Scottish Rite Masonry. I hope so too. And thank you for taking the time to talk oh, to me today. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome.